What's going on, Seven Footers gang? We are back again. Gerard and Jenna here. And it seems like these episodes are just flying at you guys because that's <laughs> what we want to happen. We're coming back with a bang. We're coming back not with vengeance because we're just ready to grow on top of the mm -hmm. little seed that we keep rising <laughs> through the years. Look at you getting all, getting all poetic. and. <laughs> well, we're matching today. Oh, yeah, it's award true, prediction true. day. Prediction day, yeah, yeah. I mean, my hair is curled. I mean, it is a time, my friend. What a time it to be alive, time. as they say. <laughs> oh, yes, you know what it is. I'm even ignoring a call from my niece for this. So, <laughs> I mean, she's Sorry, like, babe. she's like two. I mean, what I like, like, well, she's turning to listen, she is so sassy, it is not even funny. <laughs> she wants nothing to do with me, really, not any of my bribes. Oh, um, no, she's over all that. No, okay. Yeah extremely worrisome mm. because like i see myself in her and it's terrifying <laughs> imagine like a little you like running around yeah oh, yeah it's a little it's a little something yeah i'm, I'm sure your brother and, and, <laughs> and sister-in-law are loving that right now oh my god my brother texted me the other day and he was like jenna i'm so scared <laughs> so, well <laughs> Have fun. That's why I have her auntie. She can come visit when she's not sassy. No, I'm kidding. Love you. Anyway, let's get started here because, you know, if you guys listen to this podcast, you know I love to go on a good little rant off script and Gerard probably wants to kill me. So... <laughs> Let's get into it. Now, like I said, guys, we are predicting our awards for the season, which is so fun because then, per usual, I get to go back and rub it in Gerard's face when I beat him. I per mean, usual. but have you, but like, let's really look at those numbers. I don't think you're actually winning any of these contests. I'm, I'm not going by the stats. <laughs> I'm just going by my own feelings. Your own feelings. Nice. All right. Fair That's enough. That's all I could do. Fair you enough. Know? Fair enough. Fair enough. <clears throat> but. It is super fun because the banter, the rivalry, everything is great. Plus, we get to keep track all mm -hmm. season and see what's going on. And now that sports betting is so in the mix mm. of normalcy these mm -hmm. days, it's fun to see the different Vegas odds mm -hmm. and everybody else's predictions, a.k.a. your favorite two people right here, Gerard <laughs> and Jenna. So let's just go into it. Um, but before we do, would you like to discuss anything? I mean, I just look. We talked about Kyrie ad nauseum last episode. Nothing has changed yeah. there. Sam Sham Sharani had a piece come out on The Athletic. And this is not shade at Shams. Like, whatever. It just is what it is. Like, that was straight from Kyrie's camp. And, like, it read, like, PR. Like, it's just ridiculous. So, Kyrie mm -hmm. wants to be a voice for the voiceless. Well, in order to be a voice for the voiceless, my guy, you have to actually use your voice and talk and tell people things. So, that is mm -hmm. what that is. We know Ben Simmons is in Philly. Um, he did have a meeting with Daryl and Doc. It was very brief. Um, we know he did, um, get his first COVID test. So he's in the safety protocols because, you know, once you're away from the team, you have to, even if you are vaccinated or not, you yeah. know, there's different rules. You have to, uh, be within a certain amount of days of a negative test before you actually show up to the team and start doing, doing the do. So we'll see mm -hmm. what, where that's going to lead, whether he's or not, he's going to play and what that means. Time will tell. So we'll keep an eye on that situation. I mean, we're a week out, so yeah, we'll you see. know, by the time he gets out of protocol and everything, we should see him for the start of the season, correct? We should. 
Now, okay. whether or not he plays and what's going on, and, who, and again, you know, Philly had practice today, and Keith Pompey of the Philadelphia Inquirer, their terrific beat, uh, beat reporter, uh, he gets some great footage and quotes from Dan, Danny Green and some other guys, and they're like, look, you know, at the end of the day, we just want him to come in here and do his job. And so, you know, look, there's going to be that awkwardness we talked about on, on the last episode, right? But ultimately, it's a situation that needs to resolve itself in some form or fashion. Real quick question, and this is just from the human aspect of it all, um, you know, not to sound petty, anything for real, but I mean, this is a normal human situation, right? So if the reports were true that Ben had cut off communication with teammates, especially mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. really just going rogue, mm -hmm. um, not filling anybody in about what's going on. Do you think that they have a right to have a chip on their shoulder when he enters that locker room? I mean, yeah. Again, I know we're all professionals here, but hey, we are also a team at the end of the day, and you were not a team player all summer. I mean, of course, right? Like, there's hurt feelings on both sides, right? Like, his teammates are going to feel some kind of way. He obviously feels some kind of way. Like, it's just, and again, as I mentioned last uh, last episode, Daryl Morey is someone who is okay with things being uncomfortable. All right, but Daryl, you ain't in the locker room, right? Like, you're not the one dealing with that. The, the guys are the ones in there, and Doc is, you know, and that just the tension. I mean, look, Jenna, we've all you we've all been. Next to your teammates, like, you know what I'm saying? This isn't like, all right, whatever, like. I'm in a whole nother wing. I'm no, like this is close quarters. It, it's just, you know, there's going to be some, there's going to be some stares, some awkward looks, some, yeah. it's just going to be awkward. And again, we are not going to know um, outside of, you know, reporting we get from people with sources deeply inside the locker room. We're not going to know what's happening inside, but that's, that's the deal. Right. Okay. Um, just want to get your opinion on that too, because I mean, it, it really is, it's awkward. It's an awkward situation, no matter what way you spin it at this point. So that's going to be all eyes on Philadelphia, uh, especially next week. So we'll keep an eye on that because I am ready for the show. <laughs> Although on a real note and a last note for, to close this topic, I do, I'm not saying everybody needs to kiss his ass, but I do think people need to ride the line of, okay, criticism and then just blatant bullying. And I'm not saying players, I'm saying fans. Oh, you know well, how well, many yeah. fan issues there were last season. Yeah. So, you know, I'll, I'll say this, John. The fans hopefully will not throw anything or do anything that crosses the line. But I will tell you, they're going to be merciless yelling at him and chanting like that. Yeah. That is going to happen. So yeah. you best be ready because that's coming. Hopefully he can handle that mentally. Um, for sure. Anyway, let's go on because we have to hand out some premature awards a bit here and give you guys our predictions for the 2021-22 season awards because, baby, we are right around the corner. <laughs> One week away. Oh, what a time to be alive. Do you smell the basketball energy in the air? Yeah, I love it, man. It's great. All right. <laughs> All right. MVP. Now we have some Vegas odds here for you guys that predict that Luka Doncic is going to basically sweep the MVP race with Joel Embiid following and Kevin Durant. Now, again, these are predicted odds by professionals. However, Gerard, my other professional, <laughs> who are you taking for MVP? Well, OK, I want to answer this in two ways. If you are a gambler, right, you have good odds regardless of who you pick. Luka Doncic at plus 400, right? So you bet 100, you win 400. Yeah. 
Joel Embiid and Kevin Durant plus 700. Bet 100, you win 700. So four to one, seven to one. Solid odds. And I think those are, those are pretty good. So you'd be fine betting either one of those. I think for me, in terms of like non-betting aside, I'm going to go with Durant as the, as my MVP pick. And the reason why I'm going with that is because, as we know, the MVP is a narrative-based award. And as I mentioned last episode, you know, Durant in his 30s now, right? This is the back end of his career. Like, he's, um, he's not retiring tomorrow, but, you know, he's, he's you know, in the last, you know, five, six, however many years of his career. Seven, you know, but let's put it this way. More of his career is behind him than in front of him, right? Okay. So... It's going to be a situation where and we're already starting to hear the rumblings. This is a guy who's going to end up somewhere in the top 10 all time. I mean, he might already kind of actually be there um, of greatest players of all time. And you're going to be like, damn, you only got one MVP? That doesn't make any sense, right? And you're going to start being like, okay, especially if they're able to win at a high clip this year and Kyrie is out and he does his usual, you know, 27, 7, and 5 on 50, 40, 90. Like, yeah. Yeah, that, that's yeah it'll be yeah, yeah Kevin Durant's best player in the world he should have another MVP award so that's my reason for, for going with Durant there and as a gambling pick off the board if you really want to try to roll the dice and win some money yo Nikola Jokic is getting really disrespected as the reigning MVP we saw Giannis go back to back why couldn't Jokic go back to back Jokic is plus 1600 so if you want to just throw a flyer, I mean, why not? Denver's going to be good. Jamal Murray, we know, is not playing uh, until at the earliest the spring, and that's probably too early. So we know Jokic is going to get a lot of shots up and assist and do his usual thing, as was Mike, as will Michael Porter Jr. If they're able to maintain themselves high in the standings, he'll be right there. So it's worth it at plus 1,600. Very interesting. The thing is, though, with this narrative base award, I hate to say it, but Nikola Jokic isn't exactly at the popularity that any three of these guys are that we just spoke about. And I I hate to say that, honestly, because I think that's trash. Like, I hate that it's narrative-based because it deserves to go to the best player who played the best that season. And it's a regular season award. But, again, it is a popularity contest a lot at the end of the day. So that might be your answer as to why Jokic is – all right, so who are you going with? My heart, my heart <laughs> wants to go with LeBron James. <laughs> or honestly, even I think a surprise is going to be Steph Curry. Oh. Um, but if I was a better gambler, which I am not, I do not uh, engage. Uh, but I would go with Kevin Durant. Oh, see what you're always copying me. I gotta. You I know. am not copying. <laughs> Do you think I wanted to say that? Do you think I wanted to truly, truly choose that? <laughs> However, if there is somebody you know to put your money on, I would lean that way. However, I, you could even put a little asterisk by my name and pick Steph Curry because I think that he's gonna have a great season right. and I well, think he's going to be in the conversation. They, they got, they got to win more than they won last year. That's for sure. And Steph's at plus 900. So that's a nice little, you know, it's a nice little bet there. Okay. So we'll say we both picked Durant for like the non gambling reasons, although it's still, it's still a good bet plus 700, but you know, totally. all right. DPOY. Now you go first on defensive player of the year. Ooh, I love that Ben Simmons is on here for the Vegas odds. Oh yeah, he's. He, I mean, is. he's excellent. He's he's the best non Rudy Gobert defender in the league. Like he is. He's excellent, excellent, excellent. 
Huh. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think it's wild for Rudy Gobert to get it another time. This would be what, four or five? Four. four. This would be four. Wow. Yeah. I mean, um, he is the best defender in the league, so you wouldn't be wrong if you picked him. Right. I'm going to go. I, oh, man, I want I'm going to go with Miles Turner. Wow. I'd I like that. I'd love to go with Joel Embiid. But you, you worried about the health? I'm worried about his health. Yep. Throughout the entire season. Embiid, by the way, plus a thousand. So that's, that's a nice, like, so if you want, no, 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 it's good because look. I know it's good, but like. If whoo. you, if you win that, that's a nice, that's a nice one to put some long money on. All right. So you're going with uh, Miles Turner as your right. like actual pick. And then if you were yes. gambling, you're going with Joel Embiid at plus a thousand. All right. That's fair. All right. I'm going to go. I want to keep my gamble and my and my pick with my heart the same. I'm going to go with Anthony Davis. Now, look, this is a huge caveat because about him too. because what did I say last episode? He leads the league in trips to the locker room. And <laughs> and Charles Barkley affectionately, well, I don't know if it was affectionate or not, called him street clothes, right? So, I mean, he ain't going to win this award if he's out like he usually is. But, and if your Lakers, Jenna, think they have designs on winning an NBA championship, he's got to be basically uh, MVP and DPOY level player. Like, that. that's, yeah. if he's not, they're not winning. So Especially him, because so, he's the youngest, best player. Yeah, so that's. So I'm just gonna I'm gonna roll the dice and say Anthony Davis plus a thousand. I like that. I liked that. Okay, okay, okay. Um, this is this is an easy one for me. I don't have to think uh, for rookie of the year. Um, mm-hmm. this is just me. I'm going with my favorite, my day one, like my Trey Young Uh-oh. that almost rhymed. Jalen Green <laughs> oh. through and through my heart and my better's heart. Everything he like is it. going to win it, hands down. Jalen Green, excellent pick. Look, I feel like I mean, look, the Rockets are going to stink, so he's going to score a lot of points. Somebody got to score down there, so well, I'm going to do it. <laughs> I think that's going to work out well. I like that pick. You know, I've been wrestling with this one. I'm like, should I go Kate Cunningham? He's the odds-on favorite at plus two fifty. You know how that goes. But honestly, Jenna, I'm going to go a little off the board here. Oh, not a little, but definitely off the board. I'm going to go Scotty Barnes in Toronto at plus 800. Now, he isn't going to have the counting stats, right, that those guys will have because Jalen Green and Cade Cunningham and those guys and Suggs, they're number one options on their teams because they ain't got nobody else. Um but Scotty Barnes is going to be that kind of like do everything, right? He's going to do everything. I love Scotty Barnes. Yeah. And the Raptors of these teams are going to be the best of this crew. So I'm going off the board. Scotty Barnes plus 800. You take Jalen Green. I'm writing this down. All right, here we go. I am very, very impressed with your pick. Thank and you, I'm you. a huge Thank fan you. of Scotty Barnes and would have chosen him. However, he's just... I, I just think that Jalen Green is going to surpass everybody between the star power, that goddamn great hair. <laughs> I mean, all we need is a curl tutorial. I don't need to know anything about your game, your tattoos. I mean, nothing. the he 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 the, the head and shoulders. You know, that's that's got to be the 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 you know the sponsorship, right? I mean, what are we doing? I mean, 
Some kind of hair product. Some kind of hair product. (laughs) Something. Some Moroccan oil up in this bee. Like something. (laughs) Moroccan oil. I love it. (laughs) Some type of like really good curl. I got um, you. I got you. Brand, which I should know. Um, It's right. You got curls. It's true. It's true. I know. Maybe I can like finesse an interview with him and just be like, all I want to know is about his hair, the neck up. That's it. He doesn't even have to talk. Well, he does to tell me, but that's about it. You guys want to know my hair products. (laughs) That's it. That's all. Um, I, you're going to be shocked by my answer of this one. The mm. next one. Okay. Go on. Of the year. Okay. okay. Now odds have Steve Nash taking it first at plus, um, 850 mm-hmm. then Eric Spolstra plus 900 and then Quinn Snyder 1100. And I'm going to go with Steve Nash mm. because, because I just think that somehow, some way, the stars will align, and whether Kyrie comes back or not, I think the Nets are going to be okay. I think that after all is said and done, they're at least going to make it to the finals. Mm -hmm. Teaser for my pick later, and... Mm -hmm. I think that Steve Nash is going to come out of this looking like a hero. Okay. Not saying he won't be. I'm just saying to have, the, I know the headlines. I could see them now. Coach through the adversity of a pandemic, <laughs> an outlier of Kyrie Irving, and kept his team together. And the chemistry was off the charts because he's a legend. And the, then the players are going to come out and praise him. It's going to be a whole thing. So I'm going to go with Steve Nash. And I'm not saying that he's not capable of any of that because he certainly is. Um, so we shall see. However, I love Spo, but mm-hmm. I got you. All right, I'm gonna go with uh, Quinn Snyder because look, the Jazz have been good in the regular the season thing. the last few years, uh, but he hasn't. He's yet to win a Coach of the Year award. Uh, he did. He was in the conversation last year, but there were so many mm-hmm. candidates. So I think, I think again, being a narrative based thing, it's like how the Jazz is good and Quinn's never won an award. Plus 1100. I kind of like those odds now. It's a good thing for him. It's a regular season award because postseason-wise, again, that intransigence of his, my guy, you got to be flexible in the postseason. Adapt to different things. Let's see if he learns something in the offseason. But I'm going to go with Quinn Snyder, Utah Jazz, to win Coach of the Year. Oh, love it. Love love your picks. Okay, let's move on. Most improved player. Because, mm. Yeah, yeah. I think you know where I'm going with this, but go ahead. <laughs> I do know where you're going with this. Um, this is going to be an interesting one because this is really kind of anybody's game. Um, you know, it's just a matter of how, you know, it is a little narrative base, of course, people coming from certain slumps or injury, of course, of course, of course. But um, really, anybody, they have a breakout season and then all of a sudden you're in the conversation. People love to switch it up. But the Vegas odds have our guy SGA at plus 700 and then followed by Zion at plus 700. So teed up there. And then Michael Porter Jr., who just got paid, as we mm-hmm. said last mm-hmm. episode, and he's at plus 700. The odds are close. I mean, you could really play with this if you're a better. Mm-hmm. You can kind of even go off the charts with this one a little bit. Um this is an interesting one. Um, I think the obvious choice here to me is Michael Porter Jr. He just got paid. He's due for a season. He accelerated last season, but, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. it was like sl- a slower pace there. And then I think he's going to take off this season. So if I'm placing my money, I would put it on um, MPJ right there. But again, I, there's so many people we could talk about here. No, I, look, I, I think you're you are dead on, Jenna. I think... Um... You know, for me, that's who Vegas laid, laid the odds at. 
Yeah. I, but I wouldn't pick either of these three because to me, improve from what? Not even your boy? The, no, because these three to me are already very good. So, I know who you're picking. So uh, so why are we like, you know, okay, Michael Porter Jr. could make his first all-star team this year. That's very likely. Okay, but does that okay. mean like he's necessarily most improved or is it a product of no Jamal Murray and he's got to take more shots, right? Like SGA, Ooh. we know what Oklahoma City is. That's like dumpster fire because they ain't trying to win no game. So no. how are we able to tr- truly tell if he got better? And Zion, shit, we just heard from Andrew Lopez, uh, Pelicans beat reporter, they're still waiting on scans from his foot, so and he hasn't started running yet. So, is he even he, he not? I mean, if he hasn't started running yet, I doubt he plays the first game of the season next week. Who knows have what's you seen going him? on? No, I, I have, have you not seen him recently. I have not seen him recently. So I don't know what's going on in New Orleans. I'm going off the board, Jenna. You know where I'm going down to Memphis, Tennessee. My boy, Triple J, Triple J, Jaron Jackson Jr. at plus sixteen hundred. Now, here's the thing. I said the Grizzlies could really make that next leap and, and win more games this year. And as I said last episode, we know what John Morant's doing. He's, but the key is Jaron Jackson Jr. starting to become who we think he can be. And he, if he is that with John Morant, oh, hell yeah. So I'm going Triple J plus 1600, most improved. What a moment. As a better, you would place your money. You would put yeah. that 1600 down. Well, I, 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 put a, I, I put 100 down to win 1600, but yes. Or, yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. you know what I mean. Yep, I would. You know what? This is a beautiful moment because if he were here, he would be so happy <laughs> he would, about he your would. support. He would. <laughs> um, last time we had him on the show... It, it was it was a beautiful moment. He knows he, he like he like, he knows like I am a. He needs th- to come back. Yeah, I gotta we gotta get him back on. I'm like I, he knows I'm a big believer in him and his game. So this is just yes. more more proof of that. <clears throat> Triple J, the only and it, very limited players have nicknames on the seven footers. True, podcast. true. Shouts and to Trip. He, <laughs> yeah. Okay. So. We have a special relationship with Triple J there. All right, let's talk a little six man of the year. This is one of my favorite, mm-hmm, favorite, mm-hmm. favorite awards. And the Vegas choices are quite obvious. Jordan Clarkson, uh, plus 550. Kevin Herter, plus 1100. So that jump is very mm-hmm. significant, very interesting. So, um, and then third, Joe Ingles, plus 1200. Close right there between those two. But that major gap, talk to me about that gap. So it's, you know, Sixth Man of the Year is one of those awards that the bit, when the, the, the Sharps in Vegas, when they're figuring this out, they just look at last year. Who won it last year? How many points a game did they score? And who were the high scoring people off the bench? And they just kind of go down from there. Um, yeah. Jordan Clarkson won it last year. So it's reasonable to think he'd do it again because Utah is going to be another excellent team. And he's a big key to their bench unit. Right, so plus five fifty, you wouldn't go wrong there. I'm gonna go uh, with Kevin Herter at plus eleven hundred because I love the Atlanta Hawks, as you know, Jenna, big fan. I think as far as teams in the NBA, they have the best upside because they have the best core of young talent. Right, I mean that roster is just overflowing with a bunch of young guys who are really good. And if DeAndre Hunter is starting, you know that means Herter is coming off the bench. I love that. Like he's, you know, fifteen points. I mean, we saw what he did in the postseason, Jenna. He was not afraid uh, in his first postseason, doing extremely well in that series against against Philadelphia uh, to get to the conference final. So I like Herder at plus eleven hundred there. Hmm, you are a better today. <laughs> you know what? Since I haven't gone off the grid, mm-hmm. go off the grid. 
I'm going to go off the grid mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because just because Jordan Clarkson won it last year. He like, sure come did. on, he share sure the did. wealth, honey. He share sure the did. wealth. He sure did. Um, I'm going to go with, I don't think you're expecting this, but <laughs> I'm expecting a major <laughs> shift in attitude, everything because of his role finally being utilized okay. for him. I'm going to go with Montrezl Harrell oh. in Washington. Okay, okay, okay. Call me crazy, but I'm ready. I like it. Okay, little Trez, little Trez Harrell. I'm trying to think, is he is he even on the board? Trez is not even on the board. They're Probably not. not. That's how they know. They're this like, man, we don't even got odds for this dude. <laughs> they're like, we don't even. <laughs> they're like, we don't even know. He's not even on the board because we're not sure about this guy. I told you I was going to go off the board. But, I just happened to be off a couple boards. But too. I like it. I, I I I like I like your uh, I like your 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 guts there. Listen, it's you never know with six man of the year, right? Things can change. Guys get moved into starting lineups, right? Like right. Patty Mills, like may start more now because Kyrie is, you know, whatever. So it, it, that may change, right? So it's all it's all relative. But I, I like that pick. That's good. Good on you. Oh, I love when you compliment me. Like, <laughs> yeah, it, it doesn't happen often, folks. So you know. <laughs> Um, that's because he just keeps them to himself because he tries to keep me humble. I really appreciate it. <laughs> yes, really that's exactly it. it. <laughs> exactly. We know. We know. All right. Let's get to the good stuff here. Mm-hmm. But um, before we do, I would just like to say that no matter what happens the next couple of minutes, I will always love you. Because <laughs> she knows where this is going. <laughs> that, that is that. All right, we are so, doing our, our conference finals and our championship picks. So you, how do you want to do it? Okay, let's do it. Let's do it by conference. Okay. Um, one apiece. I'll start one, and then you can start one. Okay. Go ahead. Okay, Eastern Conference Championship. Mm-hmm. I am going to go with the Nets mm-hmm. and the Bucks. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, oh, do you want me to tell you my winner as well? Uh, not yet. You can wait on that. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, okay. Well, what, what about you? No surprise here. Nets and Bucks. And I think, look, that is, if everything plays well, those are the two teams that should be in the conference finals. They are the two best teams in the conference. And I think there's a clear gap after them onto the next, the next group of, of, of contenders. So if they're both playing well and healthy and all that, this should be a titanic, epic series. Look. The last last year, these two teams in the sec, in the second round went to seven games, and the Nets were a shell of a team. It was just Kevin Durant and one legged James Harden. Kyrie was out, right, injured. So you know, if we can get a fully healthy Nets roster, listen, Kyrie out of the picture for now. Sans Kyrie, I think this will be a hell of a matchup. So I like it, Nets Bucks. Um, who do you have winning it? You do this to me. <laughs> I am going to go with the Nets because I think that there's too much PTSD in Brooklyn about Kevin Durant's toe not to do this <laughs> and run it back and win. And that is that. And however, like, I mean, I just have too much faith in um, Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant. <laughs> I almost see him like God, like, like my, my king. However, <laughs> There's a very big leap there. Oh, That's boy. Not here, we, here we go. Here we go. Uh, no, listen. I, 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 I'm with you there. Uh, I'm picking the Nets as well. Look, I think the series likely goes seven games again just because, you know, look, the Bucks are the defending champs. Like, 
We saw what they did last year. Um, but again, as good as Giannis is, as good as Chris Middleton is, as good as, you know, Drew Holiday is, uh, you know, give me Kevin Durant and James Harden, right? Like, you know, I, you know, I, I, I like it, right? I, I, I love that. And I love the Nets have more depth this year. They're a lot deeper. Mm-hmm. Um, they can do mm-hmm. some different things size-wise when Giannis is in the game uh, that they couldn't do last year. So, yeah, no, I, 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 I like this Nets team to, to win this. Yeah, I agree. Um, I just, the way I think about it is, like, I know this is going to sound dumb and extremely basic, but, like, this is how I see it with, um, especially the Nets, especially when you name, again, we didn't even name Kyrie. We named, um, Durant and Harden. not in the mix right yeah, now, right. we named Harden and Durant. It would be different if they weren't such offensive terrors but the fact that like both can easily drop 50 a night and that's it you don't need anybody else to actually score a bucket (laughs) it is insane to me it would be different if you came back and said to me Durant and Harden are so good at defense but suck on offense and I'd be like oh I don't know who's going and taking this now but like the fact that they can come out and drop that that's a safety net for me completely Mm -hmm. that's what saves me anytime when somebody is like yeah. Betting against that. Yeah. I mean, ultimately, so. when you do these kinds of things, right, in when you're looking at the NBA and you're deciding who's winning a series, it often more than not, like, in, more than not, in a series comes down to well, who's got the best player, right? Yeah. Like, that's generally exactly. who's got the best player, right? And it doesn't always work out that way because in you, know, you could argue in the Nets Bucks series last year, I mean, I think Kevin Durant was the best player in that series. Even though the Bucks won, I think he was the best player. You could argue Giannis was, was the best player, but at, in that series, you were splitting hairs, if, if, right? It wasn't like one was glaringly better than the other. So, you know, and I'm going to err on the side of they're healthier this year, Brooklyn. And, yeah, I, I think they take it. So that's me in the in the Eastern Conference. Uh, what do you got in the West? Okay, in the West, of course. Uh, I mean, of course I, have I know the where we're going. <laughs> Duh, the Lakers, my guys. Um, just no surprise there. And... I have Utah. Oh, Jenna is a believer in Quinn Snyder, the Mormons, and Utah. <laughs> Baby, the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City has never been better. It is the best franchise. I'm going on the record wow. saying it right now. We got D Wade up in here. You don't even know. Like, I'm wearing that little, what's it called? That I should know this. My dad's a band teacher. That little note on my chest oh, all the time. Okay, okay. These days, okay, okay. wearing hats. You're ready. I'm wearing everything. You're ready. I believe. Let's go skiing. Actually, okay. I'll stay in the lodge, but still. <laughs> so, we agree on half of that matchup. I, the Utah Ooh. Jazz will be in the conference finals. However, oh your Los Angeles Lakers, I do not believe, will be in the conference finals. I'm going to go Utah and Phoenix in the conference finals. I think Phoenix is back. Everybody's sleeping on them. They're like, ah, you got lucky last year. Everybody was hurt. Blah, 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 blah. This, that, and the third. I'm like, all right. Like, listen, they got young dudes. And you know, Jenna, my thing with, with, with the Lakers is I think they'll be fine in the regular season. I don't love them in the postseason. I just. Hey, it's fair. It's fair. I just I, happen I, to not, not enough shooting. I just don't it's like fine. the shooting. I'm like, ah. It's fine. However, there's this little thing called the trade deadline coming up in December that Things could change. <laughs> you, listen, you never what know. What if we got a shooter? What if we got another shooter? <laughs> what? If, well, if I'm the rest of the league, I ain't trying to help the Lakers do nothing. So, nah, nobody trade them any shooters. <laughs> so selfish of you. <laughs> so selfish. 
Anyway, um, I do like that, though. Listen, Phoenix always has a place in my heart. I, they would have been my choice, but everybody I knows I have to be loyal to my king. I got you. I got and, you. And, and co. So, right. so NBA I Finals. I like both matchups, though. Yeah. <laughs> NBA Finals. What do you got, Jenna? <laughs> who's going and who's winning? <laughs> mm. I'm going to go... This would be so like the matchup of the century. I mean, You're is, not surprised. This is what we want. Lakers and Nets, baby. When I talked to Shaq, he whipped out like <laughs> His, honestly, I don't even know how much was in the stack. I can't even quote it. But he whipped it out <laughs> in the camera. He said, I'm betting this that the Lakers and the Nets are going to the finals. Okay. And he was obviously gonna bet the Lakers. He is a Laker, so right. that's that's what I got. I got the Lakers. Lakers taking the don't Nets have, down. Yeah. God. Okay. No, no, it's listen, it's it's all good. Woo! Everybody stay healthy. All right. So for me, I'm going Brooklyn and Utah in the finals. I think the Jazz figure out a way and get over the hump. I know it's tough. What? I I I I I felt bad going at CP three like that. I was like, oh I was like, you know I know. I could see him somewhere like like I his. know. I I really didn't want to do that. I was like, uh, I'm gonna, yeah, but I'm going to go Brooklyn and Utah in the finals. And again, all things being equal and they're healthy. I like Brooklyn. Brooklyn takes it, finally gets that chip. Well, I mean, finally, Whipped I mean, Durant's already out happened. Out Kyrie, listen, well, as, as you and I have said, with Kyrie and everybody being healthy, they are the overwhelming favorite to win the championship. Yes. Yes. They can still win without Kyrie. It's just their margin for error is smaller now. Okay? So it'll be a much tougher road. So, yes, they can still win it without Kyrie. It's going to be much harder. That's all. Also pending injury as well. well I think that's looking the, a lot at the Lakers the for their age and whatever. But, like, you know, Kevin Durant's Kevin Durant. However, like, I, we ain't playing with this Achilles now. Listen, oh, no Come doubt. And as <laughs> and I said last week. that hamstring. So... You know. as, as I said last last episode, the biggest indicator, a predictor, a future injury is previous injury, right? Yes. So, and look, the Achilles was fine last year, but Durant had the hamstring last year, right? Like Harden had the hamstring last year. Like the, you know, so the Nets also are going to have to be smart with this roster as the Lakers will be. Yo, man, load manage. Don't be out here trying to chase the one seat. Look, because you guys know you could win anywhere. It don't matter. What matters to you if you're Steve Nash and you're Sean Marks and this is and they're a very science thinking organization. They used to sports science. The games that matter, Jenna, are the 16 you need at the end of the year to win the championship. Those are the games that listen. I don't want to be someone who's like ah regular season doesn't matter. I'm not saying that, but what I am saying is the games that really matter the most are the 16 at the end you need to win the title. So you need your best players to be. As close to their best, because no one's 100% at that time of the year, just because of the nature of where it is. But you need mm-hmm. them as close to their best at that time of the year. Not in February or March. No. You need them then. Those 16 games. Same with the Lakers. LeBron, AD, all those guys need to be at their best then. Not now. Not, not in the middle of the year. So, And when you're older, that's harder to do. Younger teams got fresher legs. Much easier than to recover and do that whole thing. When you got most of your guys are in their 30s, challenging. Very, very true, my friend. Very, very true. You make all fabulous points. Well, we shall see. Um, Per usual, I am going 
with my heart and choosing the Lakers only to potentially be let down again. Listen, listen, nothing wrong with that. I mean, I think, look, I get it. You want to see LeBron do his thing. I mean, listen. Could you imagine? I mean, no, I don't know. I'm good. (laughs) I'm all set. (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) I'm all set on that. No, but it's, you know, winning is extremely difficult in this league. We know that, right? It's hard. And everybody's one injury or one trip, one thing away, right? This, and as I said, last episode, something happens every season, right? So, hey, teams that, and let's look, I don't want to discount the Bucks and the Suns and Milwaukee, especially. We talked about it last time. All the drama going on everywhere else. Shit is quiet as a church match up in Milwaukee. They mm-hmm. won the chip. Ain't nobody thinking about them. They're like, all right, cool. Y'all keep sleeping. We do have that guy, Giannis. Perhaps you've heard of him. He's pretty good. Um, we saw what he did in the NBA Finals. One of the great performances we've ever seen. It's like, all right, you, know, you, you guys forget about us. Worry about your other ship. We're just going to keep doing us. All right? Yep. And so would it surprise you if Milwaukee won, went back to back? I'm not picking it, but I wouldn't be surprised. I, I'd be like, oh. No. Same, actually. And you, now that you mention it, um, and you know me, I sit here every day from home and work for the most part, and I watch those. I, I'm, a, I'm a junkie with sports <laughs> shows. I watch them all. Ask me what went on on each of them, who said what, where, when, and why. I'm there. I have not heard one one word about the Milwaukee Bucks, Milwaukee, the reigning champs, the reigning MVP or final MVP, whatever. Nothing. Nothing. So, I mean, if I'm Milwaukee, I might feel some kind of way about that. Right? Oh, you guys don't think we that? Cool. All right. You guys keep worrying about Brooklyn and Philly and the Lakers and this team and that Mm -hmm. team. All right. And same with Phoenix. Nobody's thinking about us. You thought it was a fluke. Oh, you got lucky last year because everybody got hurt. Blah, 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 blah. Everybody's talking about the Lakers, Utah, this, Denver. Okay. Okay. Listen, I'm not, I'm, again, I'm not predicting it. If it was a rematch of this year's, this past year's finals, I would not be surprised. I'd be like, "Eh, those teams are good, (laughs) right? Yeah. They were good. They got there for a reason. I agree. (laughs) I agree. Anyway, folks. That wraps our season preview pods because the next time we see you will be opening night of the 75th NBA season. And Jenna, the league will be announcing its top 75 players of all time throughout the course of opening week. Um, You know, I'm excited because, of course, we know the names that will be added to that list. Uh, The NBA, of course, did their NBA 50 25 years ago, and we know all the illustrious names that were on that list. So all those people will be here again, and who are the new 25 added? It's safe to say we certainly know two names for sure that'll be on there. And you could say that these are the two men who really are the defining players of really this era. No disrespect to Steph or Harden or anybody else, but it's LeBron and KD, right? Like these are the guys like of this era, and we know for sure they're going to be added on that list of the NBA's 75 greatest players of all time. It's going to be special. You know you saw that commercial. <laughs> the commercial was good. And I encourage you guys to check it out if you, if you haven't seen it on NBA.com. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, the NBA does a really great job of celebrating its past and just connecting everybody. And just seeing, you know, Kareem teach Dirk the skyhook. And like all these funny things. It's, just, it's really Cherry cool. West. Right. The connection of Oscar Roberts and all the old legends and the, and the current guys. Right. It's, it, it's a beautiful thing to see. But anyway, folks, that's another episode of the 7 Footers Podcast. You know where to find us. Apple, Spotify, YouTube. We are at 7 Footers Pod on Twitter, at 7 Footers Podcast on Instagram, at JS Hector, at Jenna Lemoncelli. And until next time, 
Spent a couple years out here with these raps Trying to have a plan that we may come true Plotted some jobs but I ain't hit back I don't want to trap, what's a man gonna do? Chevy told me come through to the spot Got a little kickback, bring the whole crew Right around 10 came dressed in the nines You already know what we really finna do When we pull up on the scene, pull up on the scene Pull up on the scene, yeah we pull up on the scene See my life is a